This is the unadulterated Word of God, coming to you from Savannah Ministries. We build up believers unto maturity. We raise ministers for the end-time harvest. We preach the Word of God with signs and wonders following. And we use the Word of God to meet the needs of mankind. Hallelujah. So, I just want to do a small warning. I, I, I've changed a bit in my preaching, in my teaching. I've changed a bit. It got worse from last camp meeting. Amen. So, I just want to say in advance, just forgive me. If I say anything out of order, I beg your forgiveness. Amen. Please forgive me. I can kneel down for you. You know they had me. Just forgive me, amen. So if, in case I say anything out of order. But I, I think there's been a, some things in my spirit that, you know, for a while I just sat down, I just looked at people, I didn't say anything, you know. Hallelujah. But I've started talking. Mm-hmm. I've started talking. You know. Because honestly, some people, they just say nonsense. I don't know. Did I say nonsense? Okay. They just say nonsense, truly. Let's go to Hebrews 11. Amen. Okay, I didn't give you the verse. That's why the glory was not loud. We'll read from verse 1. Glory. Amen. <laughs> I, honestly, I used to talk. You know, I, I'm just kind of... Well, I realized that my talking is not helping. Amen. So I started talking. Because this nonsense must stop. Amen. Hallelujah. This nonsense was tough. Hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> Amen. Just. Uh... Hallelujah. This is a semi semi fit lesson. But we're, we're in an interesting age. I, I thank God that I've. I think um, this year we're entering. It's my 29th year as a pastor. You know, I've been around, and um, I'm, not, I'm not as old as some people, but I'm old. You understand? Some people old pastors, I'm pointing in their direction, but it is well. <laughs> amen. I've been around, and uh, I've seen cycles. Amen. Things, you know, how people deal. Things going, just cycles. You think some things you're seeing, they are new. I've seen some of them before. Amen. And I've had the privilege and the advantage of being able to observe people and observe um, people's progress or, or not thereof, as the case may be. Now, we're, as believers, we're living a life of faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I used to shy away from the faith subject because sometimes I feel I'm talking about it too much. But when I listen to Kenneth Hagin say, if you go pastor again, every, every week you do a faith clinic. I was like, ah, thank God. I'm released. So this is a sort of a faith clinic, sort of. Amen. And I, I trust it will help us. 
Reverend wants me to talk about partnership, so I will do that in my next session. You know, he told me we must talk about it. He gave me that oga look. Amen. Someone said, this guy is not serious. I am not. Too. Now send they send me, amen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Tell anybody, now so we'll get a good report. Though. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Now, let's just think about that. Through faith, we understand. We don't understand by logic. Amen. We don't understand, you know, by well put together presentation. <laughs> Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Amen. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. So, there is nothing, with God, it's not something, God didn't create something out of nothing. He says things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Or things which are seen are made of things which you don't see. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated, that he should not see death and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony. What? What's the testimony he had? That he pleased God. Now verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seeking. Amen. Can we read this together? That verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them. Okay, now I'll give you 10 seconds. Preach to your neighbor. Just preach this verse to your neighbor. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God, for he that cometh to God, for he that cometh to God, must believe that he is, and that he is the rewarder of them. That seek him anyhow. He's the rewarder of them that, you know, you know, they browse through their Bible in the morning. 
That is all they do. No, 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 no. A thousand times no. What you are going to get out of God's word is what you have put in. He is a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. Well, amen. I have, you see, you know, after all these years of pastoring, I have found it perplexing. That people want to get something out of God's word without diligently seeking him. They want to get something out of this life we talk about without diligently seeking him. Your reward will come when you diligently seek him. Your honor will come when you diligently seek him. Amen. Church is quiet. You're thinking of your life. It's, am- it's amazing. You know, you, you, you could even have a, a sprout. You know what I mean by sprout? You could even come out like, 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 like you're going to happen. No, you're not going anywhere. Not, not in this life. You're not going anywhere. He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen? He is a rewarder. I, I really want this scripture to burn in your heart. He is a rewarder of them that diligently. I bet what does diligent mean? Eh? Hard work? Sincerely? Steadfastly? Consistently? Eh? There's effort in it. He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You're not, see, you're not going to come here anyhow. You're, you're not going to come into this light anyhow. Loose, light, take it as loosely, lightly. You know, just, just anyhow Christianity. And you think you're going to be rewarded. I have not seen it happen. I have not. Amen. We have to put, we, we have to be, we have to put something into it. We have to be studious. We have to be. He's the rewarder of them that who? That what? Diligently seek him. You know, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking of a script, you know, the scripture in James where he says, how many of you, you know, <clears throat> let me, let me, you know, scripture's interesting. Scriptures tell us what is ours legally. Amen? Healing is yours legally. True or false? Amen. It's yours legally. But whether it's a reality in your life, it's a different thing altogether. Amen. So, you see, so you can read a scripture that says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So we can boldly say that the Lord is my helper. I shall not fear what man shall do unto me. Is it not? He will never leave thee nor forsake thee. But you can also read the scripture that says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. You see, one is your legal position. One is the one you have to do. Do you get me? Hello? Tell anybody, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. 
Amen. You know, this year I did, the last quarter of this year has been very tough on my flesh. I'm not saying it's tough. I'm just saying, just tough. Ah, I did the hardest thing I've done in a long time. I taught Bible school. The, I had this, I had this um, picture in my mind of things I needed to communicate to people. And I had done the outline scenes. It was when we were doing the Bible school I realized why I have not done it since. It was hard. There is no, I cannot tell you any. It was, I had to drop everything for 10 weeks. I dropped, the Bible school was 8 weeks. But from 10 weeks when we started the putting it together and revamping it, incorporating all kinds of things. I dropped, look, I lie not. I mean, I said I dropped everything. I dropped everything. You know, I do business. I didn't, even, I didn't even look at them. I didn't even look at them. Why? Because I realize that there are so many gaps in people and we cannot be waiting for you to have attended service and attended this, for you to even have the fundamentals inside you. I had to drop everything. It, it, meant, that, it meant that much to me. My, my, my time is precious. I'm very lean on it. But I dropped everything. Amen? Dropped everything. He's the rewarder of them that diligently I know by the end, by, you know, by the end of it, the results were amazing. I mean, p- p- testimonies were plenty. Amen. The, the, the shackles in people's mind have been removed. What people thought was truth, and you now realize it's not truth. Amen. And one of my takeaways from there, I'm surprised at what people don't know. Amen. Amen. No, it's just the truth. I am surprised at what people do not know. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Surprised at what people don't know. If there's any takeaway, and I was like, wow, wow, no. Or what some people have not done. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. And you know, we, we assume, we think that, ah, no, come on. We think that people have used a concordance before. Hello? Should I do a test? How many of you have used a concordance? It's all these spiritual people I'm seeing in their hands. Right? <laughs> no, but you'd be surprised. Amen? And you know, see, let me say something. God is a personal God. I always say he's not a community God. In other words, God wants you to have a personal relationship with him. Hello? I better preach your neighbor for me. Amen. So we are in an age now that, be, that 
forgive me. I'm a minister. Ministers, forgive me. But you know, I'm finding ministers talk to Christians like they're unbelievers. We preach to them like they're unbelievers. Like they have no rights and privileges. No, forgive me. I know I told you to forgive, forgive me from the beginning. Just be forgiving me. Amen. I receive your forgiveness in Jesus' name. Amen. And let me tell you what's more surprising. It is the... It is not so much what the minister is saying. It is what the people are doing, how they are responding. That shocks me more. Okay. We're going to read First Timothy 4. But before that, well, you know, during the Bible school, so during the Bible school, someone sent, not from the Bible school, but somebody I know somewhere sent me a video. Maybe he was trying to, he was trying to encourage me in the Lord. So the guy started, so this popular minister, it's a popular minister, I'm not calling any names, amen. So he was praying for people. Lord, if if you need to see the hall, and the hall has overflow. I was about to say something now, but I'll give the clue out. And he goes, pray. Some of you, and you know that minister voice. Some of you, you're living somebody else's life. You're living some of your, your the, the life you're living is not your own life. It, 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 wait on. So I'm going to pray now in the name of Jesus. Look, it happens. Necromancy in the Bible. But I don't have a problem with that. Too. Now you get him out. You know the problem I have with? The goats. What did I say? I say you should forgive me, just forgive me. Just be forgiving me. And you need to see people. Ah! They believe they are living somebody else's life. Ah! So we are going to pray. We are going to switch it back. In the name of Jesus. I am going to count to three. And you shall shout amen. One. Two, three, then you need to see the aim. Amen. Good. Forgive me. Just, just forgive me. I've been saying, begging for your forgiveness since. But if any man be born again, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Amen. If any man, if any man, if any man be born again, if any man be born again, there's no such thing. I don't care. How, I don't care whatever you're used to shout. I don't care what claimed anointing you have. That is just crap. And you're shouting, you're, you're happy. Oh, I don't even know what it is. You think you're living somebody else's life. 
It's in the Bible. You didn't even read your Bible well. That you switch your life. Oh, you, you are supposed to be a billionaire. And somebody, you're, you're living a pauper's life. You're not a pauper because you switch life. It's the lack of the knowledge of God's word. You know, people are trying to do by prayer what only God's word can do. Are you hearing me? You're trying to do by prayer, some of you by fasting, what only the knowledge, the light of the knowledge of God's word can do. So you, but because you don't want to be diligent, you don't want to be diligent, you want to take shortcuts. Oh, you want to take shortcuts in this life. There's no shortcut. There's no fast food gospel. You have to sit yourself down under the teaching of the word of God. Amen. You have to carry it and put it into your heart. There's no shortcut. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord, I really pray hear me. Someone is switching your life. How do people even believe that? That you're living somebody else's life. How do you believe that? How do you, how do you... Amen. And you know, you're, you're dealing with people and they are believing. So, see, if your thinking is wrong, your believing will be wrong. If your believing is wrong, your confession will be wrong. If your confession is wrong, what is party for you? <laughs> no, we could just talk about CB. There's nothing, yes. and people are believing nonsense, pure and applied nonsense. Hello, thank you, Lord. First Timothy 4. We read from verse 1. Don't worry. There's this funny one I had. A sister came to me and said, they went for one meeting. They went for a meeting. And um, the man of God told them, told her, that the, that the devil, he has put a tracker on her father. They put a tracker. You understand? Let's put it. There are so many things wrong with that statement. So many. I don't even want to even go into it. Because devil doesn't need a tracker. One. <laughs> but they have put a tracker on this sister. And, and <laughs> ah, so I say, sister, if not that one, all of us get tracker. Because we all have an enemy that's arrayed against us. Amen. But taking the shield of it, we quench every fiery dart of the wicked one. Amen. And that's 
Oh, this is the gospel. That's what we preach. But if you are here and you are thinking the devil doesn't have a tracker on you, you are deceived. Whatever that tracker means to you. <laughs> but if you think you don't have an enemy against you, you are deceived. Amen. We are the ones that don't give him a foothold. We are the ones that keep our shield of faith up. The devil has a tracker on you. But it's what, what am I saying? It's the lack of knowledge of, God, God, of God's word. Amen. Um, I'm, I'm tempted to. Maybe I should just um, do this before we go back to. Oops. Before we go back to First Timothy four, right? Amen. Verse 20 of Proverbs 4. We'll go back to First Timothy 4. But let's just read this scripture. It's a popular scripture, but I think sometimes we, we gloss over it. Thank you, Lord. Are we there? Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4. Verse 20. Oh, amen. Are we there? My son, attend to my words. Amen. Amen. My son, attend to my words. Ken Hagin taught us, or at least I heard it from him first. What does attend mean? Give God's word first, please. When you hear stories, old wise fables, when you hear gist, attend to my words. Give it first, please. What does God's word say about that thing? That thing you're saying, that new realm, that new revelation in town. What does God's word say? Attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sins. Let them not depart from before thy eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For what? My words are life to those that what? That what? God's word is not life to everybody. It's life to those that find it. He's the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. They are alive to those that find it. And held to all their flesh. Or medicine to their flesh. God's word. You have to preach to your neighbor now. God's word is life to those that find it. Amen. Every area of your life, have you found God's word? Have you found it? It's life to those that find it. And health to all their flesh. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's life to those that find it. It's life to those that find it. Some of us have to be in trouble before we decide to find God's word. But still find it anyhow. <laughs> Amen. It's life to those that find it. If you're struggling in one area, find God's word. Find it. It's, a, it's the reward of them that diligently seek him. I cannot overemphasize this enough. Amen. I cannot overemphasize this enough. You know, in my walk yesterday when I went to take that, when I tried to take the haircut, you know, I stood by somebody that was 
And you see people, I stood by someone who was praying, and I was just shaking my head. Goat. Don't be a goat, oh. Hello? What did I talk? Don't be. You know, Rev used to say something those days. Look, I'd rather have five lions than a thousand goats. You cannot do anything with goat, oh. It's for chopping. They'll chop you. <laughs> Pepper soup, other one. Amen. I, I, I was listening to the prayers and I was just shaking my head. And people, they are running, they are now like running around in circles. They are running around, they never seem to grow beyond a certain point. Amen. Because one, they are preaching to them like unbelievers. People are praying, praying for you things that already belong to you. Kai, Kai. You understand? It's already your own, no? To expose the light that it is your own. No. They are praying for you the thing that is already your own. First Timothy 4. Thank you. We're going to read 4 and read 6. I think these are very, very good scriptures. I don't know about you, but me, I decided that church is for serious people. Mm. Amen. Amen. No, church is, for, church is for rich people. No, understand my English. It is the, you see, rich people, they, they change their mind. They educate themselves. Amen. You know, I've, I've, I've observed something. And I, I, when I say, you know, I don't... I, rich, I'm not talking about having money in your pocket. No, that's what I'm talking about. Amen. People who are renewing their minds. People who have chosen to. Amen. Because the other ones, they are just tear fillers. You can't do anything with them. You can't commit anything to their hand. Amen. No, seriously. You know, some of you don't know, but I'm studying accounts. <laughs> Every small thing in the note. Why are there LDCs, least, less developing countries? Poverty is not, <laughs> it's not the kind of poverty they are thinking. When you deal with people, you realize it's poverty of the heart. Yes, sir. Just, they have chosen Telemundo. They have. You can be sharing God's word, or something, but they have, they have chosen it. Oh, I love how Reverend started. Let, let. I was so blessed. I said, yes. Let the word of Christ dwell in you, Richie. You let it. If not, it will not. Oh. Amen. Amen. Okay. Now, this First Timothy four, the Spirit speaketh expressly. The spirit, he speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. I'm reading Bible. <laughs> Giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. 
Speaking lies in hypocrisy. Having their conscience shared with a hot iron. Now look at things they start saying. Forbidding to marry. And commanding to abstain from meats. <laughs> which God had created to be received with thanksgiving. Of them, what? Of them, which believe. Which believe are what? And know. Who are well taught, living Bible. Which believe and know. So that's why sometimes when you look at these people with funny, funny diets. See, church, no, we can continue reading. But I'm just, I'm just using this to give examples. That you can pick up something, it might even be in the natural. It might even be, it might even make sense. Look, to be honest, even medically, it might even make sense. You know, sometimes I'm watching medical shows. It has antioxidants and they just go on. Amen? Oh, they, uh, you should avoid this, I eat that. But what does this say? Commanded to abstain from meats which God had created to be received with thanksgiving of them that believe and what? And know the truth. For every creature of God is good. <laughs> I know right Bible. No vex. No vex. I know right Bible. And that's why I meet him. And that's why I go leave him. Every, cre- every creature of God is what? Is good. And what? Nothing to be refused. If you know, some of you are now even set free, just the word of God coming to you because in your mind you have strongholds. Ah, this food, this one, oh, this meat, oh, that one. Every creature of God is good, man of God. Every creature of God is good, and nothing to be refused. If, if. If, if it be received with thanksgiving, okay. Oh, you know, no, honestly, I was it was during the Bible school. I, I, I was reading, I can't remember the Ken Hagin book, and I, he was saying that people ask him, Brother Hagin, does anything hurt you? Does anything you eat hurt you? And you know, some of you, you might have things that hurt you. He said, he said No, the word of God says, Kai, I was blessed. I said, You know, God's word just frees you. He frees you. Amen. He says, nothing hurts me. I believe that everything of God is good and I receive it with thanksgiving. And you can go and form diets. No, when I say diet, you must understand. I don't, it's not like I get it. I believe in moderation. The Bible teaches it. Hey, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, stop. Oh. I don't say make you come up here. That's not what I'm teaching you. I don't say may you come over here now. You where that place? Oh, I did go for here. There. Where did that place? Where that downtown? What's that place there? Where's that? Shop right. Can I say go shop right? Sit down. Say hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm teaching. Amen. I'm not teaching you that you should go and. Be indulgent. 
That's not what I'm teaching. <laughs> I'm not teaching that. I'm saying, I'm saying that the word of God frees us. Even in this area. Hallelujah. Now, um, next verse says, for it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. Now, verse 6. If thou put the brethren, wait, we started reading from verse 1, but what does it say in verse 6? If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, what? <laughs> thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou art attained. attained. But refuse profane and old wise fable and exercise rather exercise thyself rather unto godliness for bodily exercise is profitable but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and of that what which is to come amen ah i would have loved to finish reading this but let's go to uh, chapter 6. Let's deal with I'm just showing you things that, you know, it's, it's so common. But people don't even realize that they're on God's word. I'm in chapter 6. Let's read from verse 1. Amen. Let, let as many servants are as under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. Now, you see, the context here is master and slave. It's not staff and employee. Amen. Hallelujah. It's not what? No one talk. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not an organ and employee, you understand? Let as many servants are as under the yoke. So you see, in church, in church, there were slaves. They, somebody else owned the person. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no human rights. <laughs> uh, like the way we know it now. Amen. You are in church. Uh-huh, like Reverend now, Nuba bought him. <laughs> Amen. Reverend Inabi is owned by Pastor Greg. Reverend Greg. Amen. I mean, that's how, you know, seriously. Do you know that's how church was? That's how church was. Well, not, you know, these days, human rights, human rights. There was nothing like that. No. What do you, t- I don't know. You see, that's why we have to renew our minds. Now, if me, in my own natural self now, as I am now, well, as I was before, sorry. As I was before, if I'm, I become born again, I'm a slave that becomes born again. A slave, a correct slave, that became born again. Ah, you'll be like, someone should preach to my ogre. What he's doing, slavery is bad. Slavery, slavery, slavery is, is not of God. Evil. Isn't it interesting that the Bible never said anything about that? He didn't need to. You see, church, there are some problems we are trying to solve. Eh? Direct, direct, um, direct confrontation cannot solve it. 
frère. Euh, euh, <laughs> no. They just taught them that the love of God is shared abroad in their hearts by the Holy Ghost which is giving them. That's all. They didn't have to come and say, slavery is bad. Like, no, they just taught them. They just taught them that this guy is your brother now in Christ. He might be your slave, but in Christ, he's my brother. Hallelujah. Amen. That's all you have to do. Let's go. So let as many slaves as are under the yoke count their own masters worthy of all honor. I don't, you know, something I want, is that what I would teach? Is that, would I say that to people? That the name of God, that the name of God and his doctrine be not blasphemed. There are funny things I see going around. There are funny things I see. You're making, oh, you're making the, the, the name of God and his doctrine be blasphemed. Because you, I'm seeing people teach believers to treat their orgasm anyhow. Your mind is not renewed with the God, word of God. It, it, it didn't even matter whether the guy was a believer or an unbeliever. Give him honor. Hey, see our church quiet. Don't worry. Be thinking of your life. It's necessary. Amen. We need to think. We are in the days of thinking because apparently some people are not. Now, and they that have believing masters, <laughs> and they that have believing masters, so let's assume that the first one they were not even believers. And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren. But rather do them service. Because they are faithful and beloved, partakers of the benefits, these things teach and exhort. That's why we are talking about it. These things teach and exhort. Amen. Now look at the next verse. If any man teach otherwise, And consent not to wholesome words. Can everybody say wholesome words? You consent not to wholesome words, even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which is according to godliness. Next verse. He is proud. He is proud. Next phrase says what? Knowing what? Nothing. Some of you are looking at me and saying, is this in the Bible? It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. But dotting about questions and strife of words, whereof comment what? Envy, strife, railing, evil surmises, um, continue, perverse disputing of men of corrupt mind and destitute of the truth. I like this one. Supposing that gain is godliness. Oh, that's another one that we believe. You know. Wholesome words. 
That's what the Bible calls it. Wholesome words. Not one corner words. Not tangential words. Not words. You know, because you have to be careful. 18 years now, you want to hear what you want to hear. And you know, some people think that gain is godliness. Uh, <laughs> church, church, quiet. <laughs> Amen. 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 You know, believers, you know, I say, don't be a go to. That guy, oh my God, that, that bro for church. He's not a brother. He's not a brother. He's not. He's a wolf. No. You know, Bible school, we did this one topic we added. And we have to tell people that, I'm sorry, but some, the Bible tells us clearly that in church, some people are not brethren. Amen. I, I didn't write the Bible. I, I wish we had time. We would have looked at those scriptures. Amen. So people come in. False brethren, the Bible calls them. They come in to come and make trouble. Come and make strife. Amen. Every church has them. <laughs> Every church. Yeah. Some come and lead sisters away. No. Wait, 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 wait. I, I mean, you don't have this church. You don't have, I have brothers. I have people that have come to church. Hallelujah, they come. Look, they come. I know Sinabe bring them. No, me, I know. It's not anything. I know. I know. I just, they look them. Some of them, they can sing for, for Africa. But they have agenda. Huh? They have agenda. Ah, they will form, bro. You'll be blessed, though. But they have agenda. Some will even be giving you advice. Amen. I want to say something now. Someone, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't want. I want you to. I want you to easily forgive me. <laughs> you know. You know. Ay, <laughs> Should I say it? <laughs> Do I have permission? <laughs> I'm asking somebody. The person knows themselves. <laughs> the person that has, you know, you know, yeah. you know, one brother, one brother was sending me WhatsApp chat that I don't know if the brother, I'm still looking at him, but he sent me WhatsApp chat. You know, uh, membership can improve. If we keep our services to two hours. I don't know whether I told him I have a problem with membership. <laughs> you know, see, you know, you know, two services later, I had to stay in church and teach people that, see, this is Savannah. This is our vision. Once we are doing this vision, we are successful. Hey, God. Amen. I am not Poyanguchu. Or David Yonguchu. I have no mandate on my head to build the largest church in the world. <laughs> Amen. I love Reverend Craig. I mean, Reverend Craig, you see how they dress when they minister? Kalaboto Sakraba. Man of God. Man of God. I will like this guy now, Bobo. This guy now, Bobo. Amen. He's a, he's a, he's a Bobo. 
so I would look at outfit for Instagram. I say, Kai, I love that. What a girl, what a girl. But you know, I'm not Reverend Keg. Amen. I know Sabi dress. Amen. I just didn't manage. As you see me now, now people help me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Ah, you see, you see, I love Reverend Tukula, but you know I love Reverend Tukula. There is one cloth Reverend Tukula wore. Whether you are coming out of one car, one Agba down, like it was, I was like, see man of God. <laughs> see, behold, a man of God comes. Ah! <laughs> Amen. But you know, I am not him. He knows what God is putting in his I know what he's pushing. Amen. I know to tell people, I love many people. I'm not them. I'm, look, do you know what? I quote Ken Hagin, but I'm not even Ken Hagin. I'm not Rema. Hallelujah. Amen. I know to teach. Not one more Savannah. This is my vision. Hallelujah. And I said, like Paul says, we're not disobedient to the heavenly vision. Amen. Amen. To raise up ministers, to, to build Christians to maturity, to raise up ministers, to preach the gospel with signs and wonders following. Amen. To meet the needs of mankind. That's what I do. Amen. That's what I'm for. The every other thing is distraction. Amen. Amen. That's why to me, Bible school, I, I've told them in church, Bible school, if you, if you want anything, you cannot even progress. I'm not even sponsoring you for committee if you don't do Bible school. No, I'm not playing. I need to come here to play. You come here. You can come for camp meeting. I don't stop you, but me, I spend my money. I say, I am not paying for Olodo. <laughs> if you like Vexo, if you like no Vex. <laughs> Amen. That is, you know, some things are important. They are paramount to me now because this is what I do. Amen. There's a minimum amount of knowledge as a Savannah member you must have. Period. This is, this is me. No, you know many of us used to do those things. We start doing it. Those days when you're walking on the street, you say, "Share with me. Share with me. Share with." Uh, actually, whenever I don't have food, share with me about prosperity. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what we do because this, this is our own vision. Reverend Craig has vision. Reverend Nam did have their vision. Amen. And we, and because you know there's some even me, I know some things I cannot do. I know I cannot do. I, I just I ain't got it. And if you ain't got it, you ain't got it. <laughs> Amen. I you know I always tell people, like you like for like for me, I, I, I wish I can preach. I really wish. I used to be I used to be like God, it's not fair. Look at Reverend Tukula. How can anybody be anointed to preach like this? It's not fair. Give us small. But I ain't got it. There's no preaching me. <laughs> Reverend Craig, you know, there's, there's no preaching me. I, I can't. I, I, lead, I can't. Amen. I, I can't. Except God chooses by some act of divine is it providence now. Chooses. To drop the preaching, me there's no preach. Amen. I think in teaching. <laughs> I think in teaching. Like I can't. You know, my favorite. If anybody knows me, they know that I, I pace. I can just start pacing. I can just start pacing you. Know? But when I may be lying down, but once I just start thinking, 
the, the teaching is clear. I just just teaching. I'm just pacing. I'm like, oh, okay. Ah, if you join that and do that one, and do, you see, it's me. Amen. And I'm pressing in my own gift. Hallelujah. I'm not trying to be somebody else. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let's see First Timothy six. Hold some words. But godliness with contentment is great gain. I've talked about this before, but I don't want to get into it. For we brought nothing into this world. And what? It is setting. We can carry nothing out. And having food and raiment, let us be there with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare. And into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil. Which, while some have coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things. And follow after righteousness and godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. There are three things you're going to have to deal with in the fight of faith. You're going to have to deal with the devil. You're going to have to deal with the flesh and you're going to have to deal with the world. There are three things you're going to have to deal with constantly. It, you, you are constantly you are constantly at war with these three things. The devil, amen, the flesh, and what? The world. Not everything is the devil. Some is just your flesh. Amen. My time is running out. I'm just hitting the high notes here. It's just your flesh. Don't call devil in this matter. Amen. You're going to have to deal with your flesh. Amen. You're going to have to deal with your flesh. You're going to have to put your flesh under. And you're going to have to deal with this world. This world... Church, just because the world says it's okay does not mean it's okay. It's no mean it's okay in church. Some dance in the world is not okay here. Don't, I'm the one talking. We are replacing brass for gold. <laughs> Amen. We are replacing brass for gold. Some things you see, and you try to bring it to the church. No, we're the ones supposed to be telling them how to live. Not them trying to import their rubbish into this place. Wholesome words. I'm going to have to deal with this in the fight of faith. Not your neighbor and say, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. This is the only fight the Bible tells us you fight. The good fight of faith. The devil is going to throw his arsenal at you, but you taking the shield of faith... You see, the good fight of it, taking the seed of it, you shall quench 
all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Amen. By faith you shall overcome your flesh. Amen. By faith you shall overcome this world. Wholesome words. Let us be so careful in this age. There's, there is the, the amount of rubbish and nonsense going on. It is shocking. Believers, what is worse? Because their mind is not renewed with God's word. Because they don't know what God's word says. I've tried to give some examples today. They are just trooping there. Trying to solve by prayer what only God's word can do. Amen. Amen. So everybody, pledge. I'm to renew your mind. Romans 12. Let's end with that scripture. Let me end with that scripture. Romans 12. Romans 12. Romans 12. Thank you, Lord. He's the rewarder. The honor you want, he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It's not anyhow Christianity. It's not every fortnight Christianity. Sunday, Sunday Christianity. It's not going to cut it. You are not diligently seeking God. It is not when it's time for service that you, you say, where did I keep my Bible? You're not letting God's word dwell in you richly. Yes. You, yes, when you dropped it, it's exactly in the same place. Then you want this thing to work for you. As you're a baby Christian, you know God will have mercy on you. But after a while, he will demand. I have two boys. What I demand from the first son it's not what I demand from the second son. And even the second son, I don't tear an eye now. They tear an eye. Tear an eye. You don't just send down. Tear an eye. Amen. Stay all day. You know, I know the boy is so cute. Oh, you know, he's, he's so cute. He's fine. He's English. But he's still a child. <laughs> Amen. He's still a child. Amen. And my son, my, my 17 year old boy, I'm demanding things of him. I'm like, stop thinking you're, 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 you're a child. Oh. Better stop thinking it. And I talk to him man to man. It's because we're in this 20, 2021, 20, oh, 100 years ago, you don't marry. Oh. <laughs> Human being never change. No, it's the truth. Human being never change. Oh. You don't marry. Think. Huh? No, seriously. No, I remember, no, forgive me. I know I'm on TV, but just forgive me. But I remember the day my father sat me down and said, Mosi, if you get any girl pregnant, you're on your own. <laughs> I was going to campus. I was 16 years old. In other words, by 16, I could be a father. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. You say he's a child, he's a child, until the child has a child. That's when you know he's a father. <laughs> no, it's true. So we train up our children the way they should go so that when they grow up, they will not depart from it. I have done dedication in my church. I have done dedicated child dedication for a 14-year-old girl. I dedicated the child to the, for the child. How much come and tell me? How much come and tell me? Come and preach me one kind of funny psychedelic gospel here. I dedicated the child. Why? Because the parents are negligent. They are not there. Absentee parentism. If the English is correct. They are not there. A child left on their own. The Bible says, we surely bring the mother shame. 
Don't get me started on this matter. Let me just be preaching Romans 12. <laughs> I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Holy. Acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 12. Verse 2, sorry. And be not. And be, you have to deal with this world. Be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed to this world. How are you going to be delivered from being conformed to this world? But be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. You know the word transform is where we get metamorphosis from. Amen. I, I love the way we're doing Bible school. We get metamorphosis from transform, but be it transformed. That word metamorphosis. How many of you know metamorphosis? Biology. You start from what's that? You start from egg. It becomes what? Lava. Eh? Uh-huh. Pupa. Caterpillar. Oh, which one? No, I don't remember. Just help me. Help me. Eh? Then it becomes what? A beautiful butterfly. Amen. And the, 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 what is, the God is teaching us that the renewing of the mind will cause us to have that transformation. That metamorphosis. You know, many people want to be a beautiful butterfly. But it's the renewing of the mind that will carry you from what? Egg? Abby? Lava? Pupa? The butterfly. It's the, it's the renewing of the mind. Changing how you're thinking about things. We have to change how we think about God. We have to change how we think about the devil. We have to change how we think about brethren. You have to change how you think about yourself. Hallelujah. I, we, we, the, I took someone to take a, a job. And why were there the it was in it was in 44 barracks so where were there so that him, so it was about it, so this man just before this soldier just before his turn the medicine finish the guy said now so my own life bill now so anytime i reach my turn it will finish you have to change how you think about yourself amen amen Metamorphosis, transformation. It's available to everybody. Amen. This gospel is the equalizer. Hallelujah. Honestly, it is. It's available to everybody. Amen. Oh, let's lift up our hands. The entrance of his word gives light. It gives understanding. I hope you forgive me for anything I said wrong. If I abused you, if I did not abuse you, Amen. But give him thanks. Give him thanks. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, we are changing. God's word is changing us. We are walking in the realities of who we are in Christ. Amen. We are. We are walking in the realities of who we are in Christ. That's, you see, that's the faith life. Accepting what God has so dearly in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus purchased for you. Thank you. In the light of contrary evidence, in the light of contrary evidence, 
we declare who we are. We declare what we are. We declare what Jesus is doing for us right now at the right hand of God. Oh, he ever, he ever lived to make intercession for you. Thank you, Lord. Do you know, I read E.W. Kenyon's book, you know, lately, I've had to speed read many books. I read this book lately. He said, do you know what Jesus is praying for us at the right hand of God that our minds be renewed? I dropped the book. I just started shouting. Amen. Right now, in the present day ministry of Jesus, he's praying that our minds be renewed. I was like, thank you, Lord. And we, you see, we cooperate. We cooperate with his ministry. We say the same things he's saying about us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Oh, just give him praise. Oh, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit carusoscloud.com slash profile slash Savannah Ministries for download. Or visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.